are you? And where are you going? What do you want? For the next 24 minutes, we're going to design and attain your ideal life. On the Way to Wow Show. Together, we'll find the ideal path to get you back on the track to success and happiness. On the Way to Wow Show with your host, Kevin Bemmel. This week on the Way to Wow, it's going to be a special episode. It has nothing to do with Blossom, though. My daughter is going to join me and help me understand the fascination she has for online video games, which, frankly, I just don't get. And it's been a point of contention for us for quite a number of years now. We're going to see if we can lower the boiling point a little bit. What can you do to enhance your relationships? So this week on The Way to Wow, we have a little bit different show. I want to introduce you to my daughter, Madeline. Um, I don't want to give too much of her uh, biography because I might embarrass her. Um, but uh, I will tell you um, the story that I think she most likes to hear, which is when uh, I found out that my wife was pregnant, uh, I started praying for a daughter. And lo and behold, that prayer was answered. And, and so now we have, uh, we have Madeline Rachel. And uh, she's really been one of the truly great delights uh, of my life. So, you know, those of you who are parents and have been parents longer than me, Madeline is 13, you probably know this better than I do. Um, at some point, our children actually become separate people from us. <laughs> and they develop likes and dislikes that we have at least in my case, I just, I really can't understand. And one of the bones of contention between Madeline and me for a number of years now has been how she loves uh, video games, especially online video games, and, and I frankly, I, I don't understand them. So we thought we would do a, a little uh, segment here, and really Madeline is gonna teach me, hopefully, um, about what what these video games are about, why she likes them, what you know what the attraction is. And, and for um, I think for some of you out there, maybe you're having some of these same struggles as me. Um, you know with with uh, everything that's been going on, I think kids have been spending a lot more time online. I know when I was a kid, my parents would tell me, get out of the house, go play on the freeway, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but, but young people, you know, play these games online quite a bit. And so it's an opportunity to, to learn a little bit more about it. So Madeline, why don't you tell us about the, the game that you've chosen to, to play? Um, today I've chosen a game called Celeste. Uh, it's, a, it's a game that is centered around story. Um, those are my favorite games because they actually mean something. Um, and they're also fun. So, okay. yeah. So you do you want to start the game and... Okay, keep, why don't you keep going? Well, show us, okay, so you, I guess you climb is, is the main thing there. 
I'm going to read the dialogue. Should I read the dialogue? No, the, the, the camera will catch it. But it's, it's spelling your name wrong, interestingly enough, but that's okay. The character in the game is named Madeline. Oh, okay. This is the default name. Okay. And it's asking questions, why are you so nervous and this sort of thing? Madeline is talking to herself at the moment. Oh, okay. This is the game. Uh, you move around with the arrow keys. Do you? How do you jump? There you go. Oh. Okay. <gasps> so she almost what got killed there? Is are these blocks of ice or something? Oh dear. I died. <laughs> Oops. I guess you don't want to do that, huh? Keep dying. Um so that block in the middle just fell. Uh if you stayed under it, you would have gotten squashed. Hold Z to climb. Where is Z? <laughs> I'm not used to these controls. Okay. See, okay. So, um, what is it about this game that you find enjoyable? I like the relaxing, well, the beginning is relaxing anyway. Um, I like the music and the, uh, the look of it, but I like the story most of all because some, some video games tell happy stories, others tell sad ones. This one tells the story of a girl that's battling her inner self, and I think that the prompt is original because instead of, like, instead of it being, I need to forget you, it's, I need to work with you to move past this. Uh, I need to forget you, you meaning you, you need to forget yourself, or? I need to forget my my terrible past. That's not what this game portrays. This game portrays the, I need to work with my past to overcome my past, instead of leaving it behind. And so, okay, that makes a lot of sense, and, and I think we all need to do that. So how do we, how does this game help you learn to do that? Um, well, in this game, the past is portrayed as uh, a girl, and the character that I'm playing right now, oh dear, oops, I have entered a cutscene. Um, the girl that I'm playing right now, this girl, uh -huh. Madeline, um, and the girl that I just described, her past, part of her, um, throughout the game they fight, and then at the end, um, part of her works together with Madeline, and they, they climb this mountain, which is Madeline's goal. This mountain is Celeste Mountain. And, and she has to deal with her past self in order to be able to climb the mountain, is that it? Her past self, who is in a human form, is physically preventing her from climbing the mountain um, through magic and just force. Oh, okay. So in order to climb the mountain, she has to win her over. And so I guess people at period. They don't make actual. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that this, I told you it was stupid. The noises that they make was stupid. 
So they interact with different characters uh, throughout the game? Yes. So now it's getting more exciting. Oops. Oh, so why did she get to uh, hang in the air like that? Um, possibly just so that you could like um, calm down from the sudden burst of energy. Mm. It's not uh, what's called canon. It's not correct. It didn't actually happen. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so what kind of things do you feel like you learn from, from playing these games? Um, with some games, I don't exactly learn things like skills, but I do get ideas for things in a creative setting. And in games like these, I learn to better understand myself. So, um, would you share something that you've learned about yourself from, you know, playing one of these games recently? Has there been anything? I've learned that to overcome To overcome bad things, you must work with them. When you choose to play a video game as opposed to other things that you, you can spend your time on, why are you choosing a, a video game versus, say, reading a book or something like that? It just seems more appealing, I suppose. It's like, instead of just watching through a window, that's how I perceive books as, you get to fully interact with the world and make your own decisions. You get to steer the path, uh, steer the path. You get to steer the story in a direction you want. So you're, you're writing the story rather than just reading it? You're that? altering the story. There is a set story, but in some games you can get multiple endings. Um, in this game, you can alter the story, but you can't alter the ending. Okay. And do you feel that there are some problems or any problems with video games? Um, I feel like most online and multiplayer games attract a very, for lack of a better word, toxic or unhealthy um, fan base. A fan base is basically an audience that makes things for the game. Those fan bases usually consist of people who are very immature for their age. Um, and because they're immature, they, they infect the, the fan base so that anybody else, anybody who joins kind of gets wrapped up in this whole argument, I suppose. Mm. So they create a kind of a negative environment? Yes, multiplayer games and online games aren't really for children. They're for adults who can take this constant, I am right, you are wrong, and there is nothing you can do to change my mind because I am right. Mm. 
So the interaction is, 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 is not, not very pleasant, it sounds like. Um, do you think that um, your interest in video games sometimes makes it more difficult for you to um, get your schoolwork done or do the other things that you have to do? Does it sometimes get in the way of these other things? or? Um. When I was younger, I used to prioritize video games a lot to the point of it becoming an addiction. I'm uh, still working past that, but as I grow older, I've been setting more boundaries for myself because I understand that it's important to prioritize other things. And video games are just a fun pastime that can sometimes teach you things. So for parents out there who have a child that they think maybe um, is neglecting their schoolwork or something like that, what would, what would you suggest to those parents in terms of what they can do to help their children maybe achieve better balance between things like schoolwork or, or family responsibilities and, and the time they play um, video games? Well, um, as much as I dislike it, bribery usually works. It's not my first choice, though. If I were being completely honest, if your child hasn't gotten too wrapped up in the addictive cycle that is video games, I don't know why I did air quotes, um, <laughs> then you should probably start limiting their screen time, but not in a traditional sense. When they get home from school, you should tell them that they can only start playing video games or go going on the internet after they've completed their homework and schoolwork. And do you think, do you think that'll work in most cases, or do you think... It worked in your case? It did. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I kind of did it for myself. But. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say, because I, I didn't perceive setting those limits, frankly, worked very well, and I, I basically came down to hoping that at some point you would, you would limit yourself. If so. I'm being perfectly honest, it's more of a two-way street. You can't force your child to um, comply with these rules, so it would be best if you I guess the word I'm looking for is let them down easy, maybe? Or maybe negotiate a solution? or Negotiate a solution or um, slowly adjust them to the idea I just gave you. Don't just enforce it right away, just slowly let it sink in. Make it a habit, I guess. Okay. And the last thing is, um, this is kind of bringing us full circle, are there um, video games that you think are better for young people, children to play, and maybe others that they shouldn't at all be playing? Or how do you, how do you look at the yes, overall realm? Yes, definitely, round? definitely. Um, games like storytelling games like Celeste and uh, Hollow Knight are ideal for uh, children because they don't have other human interaction. And if you get them educational games, uh, depending on their age, it'll um, educate them on stuff, okay. on things. And you, you brought a, a thing for our collage, right? Mm-hmm. So what is this that you brought us? This is um, an action figure from a game series called Splatoon. Splatoon, while it is a multiplayer game, you do not come in contact with anyone, and it's purely just gameplay with other people, and it's not communication with other people. So this mm. was... Uh, Splatoon would be the one game that is the exception to the 
multiplayer games are bad for kids rule, I guess. Okay. You wanna you wanna put it up there someplace? Okay, watch your contact here. Well, so you should know, I, I found this very helpful. I, I, you have a much more sophisticated understanding of video games um, than, than I thought, certainly. Uh, maybe mommy knows this, but, but I, I sure didn't. Um, and and I, I think it was good. I'm, you know, we probably should talk like this um, more often. And, and uh, you know, in, in, in justice to you, I should probably just ask you some questions and then just listen to the answers because it, 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 it actually reduced my anxiety level about you playing video games a little bit. So I can see how you know, these could be um, you know, actually useful in, 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 in with some of the you know, challenges that you have. So thank you, I appreciate it. You're welcome. You wanna give me a hug? <laughs> That's our show for this week. I, I hope you enjoyed the session with my daughter. I know I learned a tremendous amount and I think her advice is really apt. The tendency is for us to think that because there are children, they don't have a lot to say, but indeed, at least in this case, she knew a lot more about something that I was concerned about and was able to reduce my anxiety much better than I could have done on my own or even working with my wife. Let's, let's talk to our kids. Let's negotiate with them when we have to, but most importantly, let's just listen to them so that they have an opportunity to know that we understand them. Stay tuned next week. My guest is gonna be David Kim of Apex Partners and also the co-founder of Children of Fallen Patriots Foundation. We're gonna to talk to him about how he got from the military to a very successful life in private equity business. Courage at all times, my friends. Marie, you are still my bell, darling. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.